and play the theme. So apparently we're recording and also live streaming. If, hmm. if, if um, you actually are listening to the stream, put a comment on Twitter saying you can hear us. I'm not sure it's true. I don't believe it. Um, if it is, this is the greatest. It's just ridiculous, actually, but what the hell. Anyway, so yeah, we're back here. I'm going to take my headphones off because I there's a, there's a delay in. Hmm. Um, so, what episode is this? It's like... Oh, I don't know. 50, 100? I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge number. It's, it's like the, you know, 20th anniversary special. Yeah, that's right. That's why it's live. That's why it's live. That's right. Fuck it! We'll do it live! Uh, yes, me and Bill O'Reilly. That's really, like, that's a really good... I'm like Bill O'Reilly without the bizarre, uninformed opinions that's and right. sexual harassment. Or the um, ghost-written books like, you know, Killing Lincoln, Killing Kennedy, and hopefully Killing Myself. <laughs> that's my favorite of his books. That's right. Sorry. Um... Sorry to all the live... Let's see how many live listeners we have. Um, let's see, because it should give me... It should give me... Uh, That's so great. So far, we have zero live listeners. That's right. Our listener peak was one, so someone already left. <laughs> probably Thanks. when you said fuck Probably off. Bill O'Reilly, yeah. right? It's probably, it was Bill O'Reilly. Screw right. you! Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Broadback! So, uh, yes, so we'll just see. So far, we have zero listeners. Just, uh, just back to the old tote board, and zero. Um... <laughs> Right, so we were looking for stuff to talk about, yeah. um, haven't done this in a while, and uh, there's these satellites, right? Yeah. Elon Musk is launching, what is it's it called, Starlink? Starlink right? satellite. So there's... Yeah, he, 60 of them. There's, there's a listener. Um, <laughs> da, da, da. So yeah, uh, Starlink, uh, the Starlink satellites, and they've... Um, how many did he put up? 60. Okay. He needs 800 for it to be economically viable. And right. he wants to have 12,000 of these little suckers. <laughs> 12,000. They're like 500 pounds a piece. And the notion is they're, they're going to provide worldwide yeah. broadband. broadband. Low-cost right? broadband. It's, okay. So he's clearly what we all suspected, which was um, James Bond villain. Yes. Because it's like, you know, there's the... There, Pierce Brosnan was um, Bond, and uh, there was a, a media guy who was doing something similar to this. Right. And then in, um, oh, what's the movie with Taron Egerton? Um, I don't know. They're like secret, there's, it's a spy movie. Okay. Um, and Samuel L. Jackson's essentially doing the same sort of thing. He's giving everyone oh, free. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, look it up, and I'll, yeah. I'll ramble. Um, okay. So the notion then is that these satellites all get networked together. Yeah. And I don't see, there's no way he can overcome the ping problem, I wouldn't think, because the speed of light's kind of a finite deal. But... Kingsman. Kingsman, The, Kingsman, yes, the first that, Kingsman. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, that's right, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, I believe John might have reviewed that on the Jonathan Files. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess the ping problem will still be there, but you're going to probably get less latency than you would... With regular like satellite, satellite, because yeah. you've got so many possible satellites. Yeah. Out. Well, if you've got twelve thousand yeah. pinging away, and it works, I think probably well, somewhat similar to the way a cell tower works, going to pick the best satellite. Yeah. Um, now I don't know if these things are in geostationary orbit. I don't think so. I think they're the only first sixty are in low Earth orbit right now, but they have a thruster on them that yes. can move them around. And 
and do one thing that I think was one of my first questions was we got here tonight reading the article was yeah. like, okay, so how do we get rid of them when yes. they're no, because apparently their lifespan's like five years. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're uh, disposable satellites. That's right. And so the, the trick here is it has a thruster to deorbit it yes. and put it into a descent that where it will disintegrate yes. during deorbiting, which in my comment was, I'm not even allowed to take paint to the local landfill like how did he <laughs> yes. who decided that what he wants to do to get rid of them was a safe yes who monitors that i don't B, know and like you know like well it's like who I passed it in the first place well did you see the the nat geo show mars no okay it was pretty good okay season and they're gonna have a season three i think but season two uh a company shows up yeah okay and uh, they just start doing Whatever the hell they want. And the people from the Earth's countries united yeah. saying we're going to Mars are like, you can't do that. It's like, well, we didn't sign any goddamn treaty. We'll do whatever the hell we want. Right. This isn't even anybody's land. There's no law here. Right. So I think there is space law. There is space law. We have a, we have a colleague, colleague at the university who Dr. does. Dr. Hermida. Dr. Julian Hermida. And they're at, because um, he did, I think his PhD at McGill. That's right. Because I think think there is in their law faculty there are people there who internationally known for specializing in space law space law. there is a body of law about you know we're not supposed to be like arming things in space no. uh but there's also like for commercial purposes That's right. for sort of divvying up the you know the space around earth yes for figuring that out and who gets put satellites where and apparently two listeners right at this point and apparently deorbit them above our heads yeah, whenever they want. That's right. See, and this is the thing. I mean, when countries do things, that's one thing. Yeah. So, like, there's a don't militarize space yeah. treaty. Yeah. Uh, and the most everybody, probably except North Korea, great, have signed on to that. So you're not supposed to put weapons in space. Right. Um, so, but this Until is... Until you have a clear advantage and then you're going to put stuff in space. They do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. But today we have, you know, with SpaceX... Yeah. And with Virgin, because I, yeah. I think that uh, Branson, Branson's into this idea too. Yeah. So competing. Yeah, and once one does it, there's going to be others. There's going to be others. Other big companies or multi-billionaires wanting to do the same thing. It's like building yeah. a new phone system. That's right. So what's going to happen is you've got um, a company doing it. Yeah. The problem is that they aren't regulated by what countries say they do, right? Yeah. It's kind of like the old British East India Company was kind of an independent state. Yeah, with a kind of an independent army. Yeah, well, yeah. It had and its a own kind army. of an independent navy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, right. Yeah. So it's a lot like the old days, like that, right? Yeah. Where, you know, the idea of, I mean, the, the, the Western nation state, well, the world nation state yeah. system, I don't think most people realize, really is a post war thing. Yeah. Right? Because pre war, you had different levels of diplomatic yeah. recognition. There were legations and embassies. Yep. Right? Um,. Now there's just embassies. There's the case that, uh, like I said, the British East India Company, the, the Northwest Company. Yeah. Um, the Company of a Hundred Associates. Mm -hmm. I remember the odd thing from grade nine history. Uh, and these are just like ones that, you know, involved either French Canada yeah. or the British Empire, but a lot of European countries. The Dutch East India Company. Dutch East India Company. Dutch West India Port Company. <laughs> Portuguese had similar companies. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, you know, the... the, the King Leopold of Congo that just yeah. turned uh, Congo into his own yeah his well, own private uh, genocidal factory for killing people yeah 
was a horrible man. Yes. Um, yeah. And the interesting case about that is that when the Belgian government found out what the king was doing, they're like, dude, you can't do that. He's the king. Yeah. So He's technically in charge. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we I don't know this, what happens. Yeah, I don't I have this issue where it's a little bit Wayland yutani you know, uh, <laughs> corporatization of space. Yes. You know, you know, you know. The question will be: the, Will the colonial marines work for? Yes. You know, a civilian government, or are they working for? Uh, well, the corporations, this, yeah, right? So this yeah. is you know, it's like alien. Yeah. Um, the idea of the, the colonial marines, the idea that uh, having your own private army, yeah. well, as the as many of these European um, companies uh, did. Did. Uh, I guess what do you want to call them? Exploitation companies, I guess you yeah. call them, because I mean, and I, I don't mean human exploitation necessarily. I well, mean, they're exploiting resources. Yeah, um, no, they often yeah. they often <laughs> exploited people. Oh well, yeah, well that was sort of part of the process, part of the right? deal. Yeah, yeah. you to can't get, to make get an us... omelet without killing a few natives, that's um, <laughs> or or possibly all of them. Yeah, that's right, or just enslaving people. Yeah, um, but I think you you see this in. In the past, you see it, and it's, it, it's like I said, I don't think people realize, like, the Congo colonies into the 1900s. Well, look at the, yeah, I mean, look at the resources that just went into this, right? Like, right. it took everything America had in the 1960s yes. to get to the moon, to get into space, to get to the moon. Yes. Now, a man with sort of sometimes questionable uh, sanity or at least public behavior, can put 12,000 satellites into space yes. and he needs 800 to make it economically viable. And it's like, how did you get to the point where, like, countries aren't really... I mean, China's doing some stuff on the dark side of the moon. and a, Yeah. But, like... Israel sent a lander up there that they lost, sadly. Yeah. But, I mean, a little country like Israel yeah. could do that. Yeah. But where do we get to the point where, like, individuals, very rich individuals or corporations are doing what, like some countries don't want to do anymore. Like, they don't want to be in that at all. They're, yeah. they're actually looking to the Richard Bransons and the Elon Musks. Well, the Musk has to, said he yeah. wants to do this partially to make money to fund his Mars project, and right. then he wants to put these things around Mars for Mars Internet <laughs> because he's out of his mind. Uh, also, he then called a bunch of people pedophiles. That's right. Um, it, it's, it's so weird that... I mean... On so many levels, like the fact that I, I think of these things in you, when you when you watch a, a science fiction movie, mm -hmm. a TV show, whatever, and you see, for example, Earth being or uh, having all these satellites around it. I, yeah. I think of the orbital defense platforms in Babylon Five, mm -hmm. President Clark turning them on the on the on the on the, the, uh, the planet while he writes "scorched Earth" a zillion times on a suicide note. Yeah, that's always a bad sign. You're writing a suicide note that says "scorched Earth." Um, <laughs> It's just... It's kind of a giveaway. It's kind of a bad thing, especially yes. when you can do that. That's right. Or it's but, like, um, even in the very bad uh, Starship Troopers, uh, yes. the, in the book it just represents the established interdiction at the moon, like the moon orbit perimeter, mm -hmm. and they kind of show it in the movie, and it's just like a big orbital ring, yeah. you know, stop asteroids from smacking into the Earth. Yeah. I mean, you're going to end up with this cloud, Yeah. and this is astronomers are already talking about this. If you look at a... a not that I follow astronomy Twitter too closely, but um, astronomers are already saying, you know, you're, gonna, you're screwing with the night sky. Yeah. Uh, you also need, and it's not just the night sky for amateur astronomers to look at its stuff. No, it's the big telescopes. The big telescopes. Like the big radio telescopes. Yeah. 
Uh, and of course, Elon Musk is like, oh, you know, the uh, International Space Station has lights on it. It doesn't have any problems. It's, an, it's, a very... it's, it's just it's one of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing is it, it, it sort of strikes me as a typical thing an engineer would say to a scientist. Yeah. Engineers are like, I could build something with that. Scientists yeah. are like, you data. Yeah. But the engineer is like, uh, well, I just, I just, I don't know, come up with a solution. Uh, I'm leaving this where it is. So, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So you need a parking spot? You should probably pave your, your line. That's right. <laughs> it's, we it's can solve that problem yeah, right away. It's not a problem. You just pay, take paradise and put up a parking lot. Did I just quote Joni Mitchell? You did. Dear God. I'm sorry. Mom wouldn't believe this. Yeah, so, I mean, but like I said, I think of this, like if there's 12,000. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't want to do the math here probably because this would be some kind of calculus I can't do anymore. Right. Uh, and I've had a class at Pernod. Uh, you bought me last week, which yes. thank you, uh, because I helped Ken box some things. That's right. Yeah. So he's got twelve thousand. Branson's yeah. got twelve thousand. Yeah. I'm just you know extrapolating ten years from now. Who else? Some other crazy billionaire yeah. has twelve thousand. Um, Kim Jong Un decides he's going to put some up. He's well, got yeah. There's eight. no there's no regulating him. Put no, up. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so what ends up happening? I mean, like you, the, the global positioning system. Yeah is a few satellites. This yeah. is... A lot. Potentially tens and thousands. Yeah. Of, you know, things that are like 500 pounds or less. I mean, presumably these things will get... They probably have to have a certain amount of mass to them. Yes. But presumably, you know, they'll, they will get smaller and more sophisticated. I would imagine. But, uh, you know, it's... I mean, I was surprised to find that either they were forced to or had of their own volition come up with a way of decommissioning the old satellites because yeah. the standard operating procedure now is just to fire them up there and whatever happens happens right like you know I mean some I know they can do course corrections or whatever and get yes. them to, to deorbit in a way that disintegrates them but yes yeah I mean I don't, you're probably too young to yeah you must be when were you born? 72 okay so you weren't following Skylab very closely no. when you were one no because uh, I remember as, as a kid who grew yeah. up in the, you know, my first memories are late 60s. Yeah. Uh, which might explain my constant watching of Mad Men. <laughs> um, and I was obsessed with space stuff, right? And then Skylab, which basically yeah. was... Skylab, I don't know if you know this, was a you know a big Saturn V tube. Right. That's they put into space, yeah. and then that's they put the lab in there. Yeah. And, and the I showers. Can, I can and vaguely remember the shape of it, because I, I remember seeing things about it as a kid. Yeah, it's, like a, especially it's a big cause, tube. Because, you know, I, can, I was aware of it, the story of it falling out of the sky. Yeah, so yeah. eventually, you know, they're up there, and it crashes. Yeah. Uh, it's coming to Earth, and everybody's like, where's it going to land? And NASA's like, I, chances are the ocean. Right. Well, just <laughs> because, based on the amount of because, the surface because the of the seventy-three percent ocean, yeah, probably ocean, right? Um, and it actually landed in Australia. Yeah. Uh, now, mostly it burned up, and Skylab was way bigger than these things. But when you got these guys up there, and you've got I don't know, let's say in twenty years there are literally a hundred grand of these things yeah. up there, which is not ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, um, we need more bandwidth, so you know. So kids can play Xbox anywhere, yeah. You know, and the, and you end up with I don't know. Uh, I hesitate to think about like space junk, but in some respects, it's space, space is big. Yeah, but it is junk. It's still eventually big. it becomes just junk. That's right. Yeah. So I, I kind of wonder about that and the idea before we started recording and you know broadcasting live, uh, we were talking about how there's plastic in the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, Jackie pointed that out. Yes. Like when they finally got down there, they discovered all sorts of weird creatures we'd never discovered before. And some cheap plastic. Yeah. yeah. And kinder surprises. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, I think when you look at some of the artifacts that end up... Well, a lot of times, for example, you know, you get these finds that people overthink. Yeah. So, for example, you'll find a Roman coin in Minnesota. Right. And you're like, well, the oh, Romans were here. That's right. No, probably. They marched a legion. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what the thirteenth ended up in. It, just right. outside, just outside Saint Saint Paul. That's right. Um, <laughs> became, and eventually they became the Minnesota Fighting Saints of the WHA. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, so stuff gets left everywhere, and stuff gets communicated everywhere very quickly. And this is part of what this is about. Yeah. I was watching. Uh, if you've seen this, I'm a, I got the Smithsonian Channel. Yeah. Oh. It's a good show. Good yep. channel. It's like what History Channel was before that guy with that said aliens. Yeah. Well, I expect it eventually will be. There'll be several Smithsonian channels, and only one of them will actually really do like Smithsonian stuff, and the rest will just be all garbage. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's Pretty what much. happens with all these with all these channels. channels. That's right. Because yeah. they realize that there's no money in smart programming. No. <laughs> no, they need they need guilty pleasure programming. They need ice road. Truckers. Truckers. Uh, Ice Forge, Road. Forge Pond and Stars. Fire. <clears throat> Although I like Forge and Fire because they actually make, you know, historical weapons. And right. Uh, cool. Yeah, and I like, uh, uh, oh, what's the one Isabel likes? Highway Through Hell. But that's on Discovery. Yeah. Uh, she likes that one. Um, but you have to look at, like, the newer versions of those channels to find, like, like serious programming, <laughs> like the real documentaries and stuff. Yeah. Because all the original versions of those, those stations are just full of... It's garbage. Like, if yeah. you look at H2, it's not bad, yeah. but it's also got some strange things like America's Book of Secrets, yeah. hosted by Henry Rollins, noted historian, black flag singer, Henry Rollins. Uh, <laughs> it's actually not that bad. It's just that Henry Rollins is sitting there saying, and then there's the Hoover Dam. Well, again, you know, I would rather go to a lecture by Henry Rollins than Bill O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> screw you, O'Reilly. Yeah. If you don't want to listen, yeah, too bad. Right. Just check the listener count. We're at two. We're at we two. peaked at three. We peaked at three. <laughs> so that's great. That's great. I um, just think with 12,000 satellites up there, everyone on the planet could be listening to us. Exactly. I um, mean, the, and yeah. there's not, there is an upside to all this, right? Because there's a lot of sci-fi and stuff where, yes. you know, having something like broadband or, or you know, fantastically high-speed computing be ubiquitous can be a leveler. Uh, oh, Sure. You know, for you know, providing access, uh, more equitable access to That's things. Right. It doesn't mean that everyone will access things or better no, themselves with it. doesn't necessarily it. democratize things, no, but it, it doesn't actually mean the progress. Tool is there. It no. just means that the platform is more available. Yes, it doesn't even begin to speak to what people do with it. No, but we are, we were also talking before we started this. Like you know, in our province, we yes. have this. Dingbat Premier, <laughs> yeah. who doesn't know how anything works, no. and he wants make it mandatory that kids in high school have to take at least two online courses. Yes, to, in order to get their high school diploma, whether they yeah. want to take the fucking courses or not. No, right? and this is yeah, yeah and yeah. so and then, it's but, just ridiculous. But yeah. that only really works in parts of Ontario, right? Like uh -huh. there are huge swaths of Ontario. Well, there's no internet at all. Just outside this city, <laughs> yeah. If you go north about a hundred kilometers, yep. between Batchewana Bay and Wawa, yeah. 
there is literally no cell coverage for no. much of that, 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 that stretch. No, you'll go for hours. Yeah. Yeah. You get to towns and there's, yeah. there's cell coverage. Like, if you're driving to Thunder Bay from here... Yeah. Um, you'll go for hours without any coverage, no matter who your carrier is. No, that's right. Yeah. It's a lot better than it was. It's oh, it is better, better than it was. was. There's no doubt. But someone like the idiot at Queen's Park yeah. doesn't seem to realize that when they start making plans around, oh, we're going to do all this stuff with well, electronic Well, no, because he's, he's never been outside Scarborough. Yeah. You so, know. you know, it makes me think of, like, Neil Stevenson's The Diamond Age, mm -hmm. where, you know... Like it's technology is so ubiquitous, and there's all sorts of nanotechnology, and people do all sorts of wonderful things with it, and they also do all sorts of stupid things, like banal things, like upgrades, just cosmetic upgrades to themselves, or they use the the yeah. access to basically the world's information for just meaningless purposes. You mean like people do now with the with the internet? Things? Yeah, yeah. You know, or the ads that come and talk to you, like you saw in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. That's yeah. in a lot of cyberpunk dystopian novels. Well, in, in Fifth Element, it's yeah, great, right? Minority Report. Minority Report's report. actually probably the best example, yeah. where the ads actually. Yeah, or targeted and they use you. like facial recognition, and they. Yeah. they I can. Yeah, I know you'd like this book on Churchill. That's right. <laughs> Since we see from all our records that you've bought all these other books on Churchill. Yeah, yeah. It's like, here, here's a here's a free copy. We're gonna put it in your brain. And here's a porn starring per Churchill. I was like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> that's that old Churchill as a service taken. That's before. right. That's like, <laughs> that's yes. like I don't no, see the no, bulldog I... in his drawers. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. <laughs> The bulldog in his drawers. If we didn't have that paint title, that's right. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, if this did happen, and I, I mean, I feel uneasy from the aspect of it's like a dude doing this. That's I because I feel like too. it should be like a utility that's yeah. kind of owned by the people, like electricity or whatever. Until water. we. Corporatize all yeah, those, of course, which, which we're in the process of doing all that. But there yeah. was a time, <laughs> was, a time when we thought after the war, yeah. you know, we should get on the ball yeah. and have these services available to all, wherever you are, yeah, more or less. See, it, it's a particularly North American conceit that things like that should be done by the private sector. Yeah. Much more American than Canadian, but we do yeah. it here too. Yeah, because in Europe, after the continent was wrecked, <laughs> you know. Uh, in 1945, the free market ain't going to fix that. No, not unless, not in a way that benefits as many people as possible. Yeah, it's, and you know, frankly, you'd never get the rebuilding happening so quickly. So no. it's funny, and uh, I, I think a lot of American conservatives would be surprised uh, who don't know history, which often those two Venn diagrams, they'd be surprised that America spent a lot of money, uh, the, the Marshall Plan, uh, now partly that was political, Yep. right? It was to stop the Soviets. Well, that's what we sell that. it though, right? Yeah. Giving away money for free is not going to, Yeah. because, you know, you know, Truman may have had the presidency, but yeah. the Republicans had everything else and more or less. And Truman also wasn't some kind of raving socialist either. No, but he could be, because he was FDR's, former yeah. vice president and successor, he could be painted as a raving socialist, yes. right? Because they certainly thought FDR was. Yeah. So, uh, but if you sell it as, this is sort of like... A bulwark against communism. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's military almost in its application, right? Yes. Yeah. So That's you, okay then. You do that, and then, you know, but Europe realizes after the war, yeah. I think this is why Europe gets to universal, universal health care well, well before we do over in Canada. Yeah. Uh, like you get the NHS right after the war because 
you know, Clement Attlee's like, uh, we yeah. need doctors and hospitals and such, and people don't have houses, so you yeah. know what we're going to do? Yeah. Um, and the welfare state well, starts... Gonna, I don't, I mean, I'm sure they do the same thing in West Germany, but I know in France, if you read biographies about De Gaulle... Mm-hmm. Basically, they do kind of the whole let's get the smartest people in the room and figure out, yes, like how do we take ourselves from winters right after the war? We're almost at starvation levels, yeah, and rebuild everything. And yeah. I'm not saying that's always perfect, and certainly it has its downside too, as, as that ossifies over time and yeah. people forget why they did it in the first place, and then it becomes this self perpetuating, and then in 1974, you have rolling blackouts in the UK, yeah, yeah, right, like it, it becomes. It, it loses its dynamism that created in the first place, mm-hmm. and it becomes this self-serving thing yes. that forgets why it was created. Yes. But, you know, and I think even if countries had done the low-cost broadband thing as nations, yeah. I think that would have only lasted for a time, and oh, then they would, so they would look for an Elon Musk to take it well, over look at some hap- point. Well, look what happened to the telephone companies. Yep. They get broken up. Yep. Um, or they get competition. That's right. Uh, hell, look at airlines. I mean, but Canada yeah. had an airline. Air Canada was owned by the federal government yep. for, geez, up until what, early until they, 80s? Mid yeah. 80s, right? It was probably more only then. It doesn't matter anyways, because like, they have everything now. Like Air Canada is as big a monopoly being privately owned as it was when the government owned it. it. It's garbage. Because it doesn't have CP to compete with it anymore. No. Like, there's no other national carrier, so... Yeah, back, back when there was CP slash Canadian Airlines. Yeah. And you could actually compete. You could go, hey, hey. there are two routes. Yeah. What's, which one shall I take? That's right. Yeah, and then they merged, and then... Oh, they Well, Air Canada took them over. Well, I guess the, in the other part of this is there's probably a limit... To how many people can put 12,000 satellites in space. Yes. But yeah. over time, that number may grow. And like you said, if you have, you don't need very many people or corporations putting that many objects in space no, that's before right. you've got this big, solid wall of junk floating in space, right? Yes. And someone's got to keep track of all that crap. Yeah, and I mean, who does this? Is it? Is it? I mean, I, I honestly don't I know. honestly don't know either. Is it NASA? Is it, or the Russian Space Agency, the European Space, space or, Agency? Or do they have a committee of all of them or something? Yeah, I, I mean, it's funny. I, when I was in Florida um, a couple months ago at a conference, I may have mentioned this. I think we recorded one after that. I watched a SpaceX, yep. the, the Falcon Heavy rocket right. go up into space and, and then, then watch it back. come down from, from 50 yeah. miles away. But, oh man, you could see it. I was yeah. at a restaurant on the water, on a deck, while you people were sitting here in snow. <laughs> and, you know... You people? <laughs> watching it. What do you mean by you people? Yeah. Uh, and, and watching this going, okay. And I remember at one point, Maddie uh, said, you know what, we can't see that rocket anymore? And we went, why? She said, because it's in fucking space! Right? And it's, it's like, so yeah! Hard. It's gone! And then watch them come back down and land. Yeah, that's that remains the freakiest thing for me. That it comes back like it should, doesn't look like it has the aerodynamics to come down and land. It also on its it, base. Well, it's it's what uh, I forget who said that. You know, rockets are that's the way it's supposed to land. You know, just, right, just like an old Buck Rogers thing. Right. Um, I also <laughs> know how Elon Musk. Now I get Elon Musk invented PayPal. Right. That's where he got his money. Yeah. But how did he get that much money out of this? It's pretty amazing. Well, he seems like he's one of those guys that. He's too big to fail. A lot of people put a lot of There's chits, also that. Down, yeah. chits down on him so he can keep moving along, even if there are some failures. Yeah. It, he just has to stay ahead of that. Yeah. And hopefully he strikes big again with something like this. Because if he pulls this off, 
Yeah. And can give low-cost broadband to the entire planet. Yeah. That's quite the position to be in. Yeah. Like, that's huge. Yeah. It's Well, it's basically like, uh, oh, I can turn it off. I'm sure the Chinese, yeah, I'm sure the Chinese offered it. Can we strap a Huawei phone onto each of these so we can spy on them? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. 5G? How many G? I got 6G. Didn't Trump say something like that? <laughs> so, <laughs> God, probably. Yeah, I think he did. All the G's. I got the best G's. That's 5G, right. 6G. And, it, and I've had them for far longer than everyone else. Yeah. Like, this. okay, you're lying. Please stop. <laughs> like, literally lying. Just not stop. just like, you're not just being dumb. You're actually now making stuff up. That's right. You actually don't know what you're talking about. Hockey update, still one nothing for Boston. No, 2-1 St. Louis. Louis. Sorry, yes. Okay, so how about those Blues? Yeah. All of Canada's rooting for them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Except for the odd Boston fan that lives in Canada, like, you know, Don Cherry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boston has more Americans than Canadians. Mm -hmm. St. Louis has more Canadians than Americans. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. It's actually, it's been a great sports time, right? Yes. Because it's the NHL playoffs. The NBA playoffs where, where Drake is going to play the Golden State Warriors. That's right. Uh, yeah. In his jacket. In his, yeah. I, you know, I'll say something. This has nothing to do with the podcast. But, <laughs> okay, I don't like Drake and I don't like the Toronto Raptors. So this is going to be, yeah. you know. Oh, the listeners just dropped a zero. No. I'm just... So you're going to make a lot of friends here. <laughs> That's right. Oh, no, it's gone. Hold steady. Still a two. I think uh, we got at least Doc Pinko. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you something. The St. Louis Blues, their big celebrity fan, John Hamm, Don Draper from Mad Men. That's awesome. Say no more. That it's is all slick. <laughs> Say no more. And seeing him after Patrick Maroon scored that goal against the, the Dallas Stars, and he was hugging Patrick Maroon and crying. That's awesome. Well, he's from St. Louis. He's grown up as a Blues fan his whole life, right? Yeah. So, and Patrick Maroon's from St. Louis. Hmm. And then, yeah, I heard a great stat. I, nothing you were talking about, but... <laughs> I was watching the Monte Carlo Grand Prix because I, I was into Grand Prix for a long time. Then got out of it. Then watched a, that Netflix Grand Prix series. It's mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, car racing. Right. I started watching it again, and they were saying that if a Grand Prix car could somehow in the tunnel in, in mm -hmm. Monaco could be upside down, could be at speed yeah. upside down, yeah, it would it would stick to the ceiling of, of the because of the downforce. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. And I'll, I have the, I think I still have the qualifying probably, I'm sure right. you later, but it's like, it's, it's unreal. You watch it and you think, I, I can't drive, like, I don't drive. Yeah. But still watching going, oh. Yeah, I know, it is something. Yeah. Now what I want to do is just tour Europe with my bicycle and find uh, Grand Prix circuits that I can ride my bike on. So go to, go to Monaco, go to the Nürburgring. It's <laughs> <laughs> just something I want to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think this whole deal with Musk, like... Part of me really admires the guy. Yeah. Because he's an innovator. Yeah. He seems to mean well sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. He doesn't... But then, sometimes he, he says crazy things and then he does them. Yep. I'm going to put up 12,000 satellites. No, you're not. Look up. Oh, That's fuck. Right. So he does things. And it's, you know, the Tesla automobile, which is not doing great, but... But, you know, like, someone has to push that, right? Yeah. And so I guess that's... <sighs> him yeah he pushes the tesla as an independent company producing only electric uh cars yeah and you know until recently at least we had a lot of favorable laws sort of you know pushing companies to develop those more a lot of that's getting undermined mm -hmm. but i think they just that's just politicians being stupid fighting sort of the tide of yeah the way things are going to go or have to go but he's sort of like 
I think it's just an example of where like any person who's like that trying to do those things. Yes. Their flaws are going to be big too, and they're going to do true. strange things because they're used to being able to get away with doing anything. It's the Steve Jobs thing, right? Yeah. It's, it's the yeah. Uh, well, Steve Jobs never had a, a license plate in his car because <laughs> he said he didn't need one. Like, he, yeah. that's not you can't just say no, I don't need one. You can say that. So the government but, and the police don't like that, unless you're Steve Jobs. <laughs> you're Steve Jobs, and you look at them and go. I employ like 50,000 people in your state alone and you go, oh, yes, Mr. Jobs, let's give you an escort. I mean, you know, or uh, reading the the Jobs biography, the Walter Isaacson book, which is great, it was like how he was convinced that uh, with the right diet, he didn't have to wear deodorant. And everybody's like, no, that's not true, man. Uh, (laughs) Dude, smell bad. Um, And I think, you know, he's, Musk is like this, where at times he's very admirable. You look and go, what? Really? On the other hand, you know, there's the whole thing with the, th- the kids in Thailand. And the diner, and, yeah. You know, and it's like... Why? Why? It's like when you see um, a celebrity or a big-time sports person mm-hmm. getting on Twitter and into a fight with just someone just trolling them. With you or me. It's like, yeah. why yeah. are you doing that? Yeah, What? Why, why is this a hill you want to die on? Yeah, it's like, you know? it's not really good for the average Joe Schmo to be doing this. Yeah. So why would you do it? Yeah. You know, I, but I guess, you know, they're human too, right? And, you know, I try to... It's funny. When I'm watching... Like, when, I, when I'm uh, making comments about sports, yep. for example, on Twitter. I you Especially guys that play for the team, for Montreal Canadiens, for yep. example, and people rag on certain players. Yeah. I try not to do too much of that because I try I said that well I know like, so you never really you never tag the players or anything you're talking no, about no because that's, like, like that's so they're, they're, they're people that. these you are know? guys that have 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 wives and they have children yeah and you know they don't but need so to, many people do that it's like I'm going to rag on this person yeah, and I they don't need to see that that's yeah. not cool and I mean I now will I say right now that Brad Marchand is human garbage yes but <laughs> but you wouldn't be alone no no no, I would not. Um, but I also wouldn't like get on Twitter and just pump tweets out with tagging him, tagging going, him, saying you're human garbage, because he could reply with, "I make six million dollars a year, and how many goals did you score last year?" Which, of course, is the answer. Yes. Which they never seem to. I wish they'd just do that. Yeah, uh, yeah I, 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 I don't get that. I go after the premier constantly. Right. Well, <laughs> and Lisa McLeod, the minister uh, of uh, being an idiot or whatever right. she is, I get no problem there. She always looks like she's just befuddled to be wherever she is. The premier gives out his cell phone number. You can text him. And I, I keep thinking, I'm going to save this for a time. <laughs> That's right. When I really need to use this. For a time point. in my pla- a place of my choosing. That's right. <laughs> I like him when he's at his lowest. <laughs> That's right. Some really mean tweet in the middle of the night when yeah. he's really down. <laughs> yeah. You know what I... When a poll is really bad... Uh, it's like, you suck. And he's up in the middle like, going, oh, maybe I do... <laughs> Maybe I do. I'm gonna. Maybe I'll start dealing crack. <laughs> no hash. It was hashy. The, the Globe story said he got. Yeah, but hash. he could always move up to crack. Yeah. yeah. I think it's more of a diversifying. Move. Yeah. The really. hash ace is legal. Right. Did you see the thing today? By the way, was it what player? Uh, Kiznetsov. There's a video that just surfaced of him starting cocaine at oh, the World God. Championships. <sighs> now he says that's. Uh, I had no idea what this is. Except he's sitting there in the video. There's two loins of coke, and he's holding a rolled-up dollar bill. Yeah. 
had no idea what this is. Yeah. Huh. And it's all in Russian, so, you know, frankly, I don't care what guys do. You know, look, it's his life. But it doesn't uh, really feel performance enhancing. I know it's... I think cooking is. Yeah, cooking well, is. You, get yeah. it, you know, you'll be on point. Yes. Yes. You might not be able... Your, uh, your teammates may not be able to work Ooh, with that, you. That go in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, playoff hockey is so great. Uh, I read a thing. I don't know if you read uh, the, the blog, uh, Deadspin. It's a yep. sports blog. Yep. And uh, one person said in, in one of the comments, about, about the, it was the St. Louis-Dallas uh, double overtime game. Hockey's not that exciting. I prefer snorting cocaine and jumping out of moving helicopters. Right? Like it's, yeah. Because <laughs> it's intense, right? Yeah, well, it makes it, 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 when they're doing that, you do hold your breath. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially, I mean, even when it's not your team, right? Yep. You get really hyped up, yep. uh, and uh, it's, uh, it's good stuff. I just, um, yeah, so just thinking about these satellites, mm. like... Rather than I, sports and well, the Monaco Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah no, uh... I think I, I was I was really struck watching Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It's fault. I mean, it's such a. It was such the way it was filmed. Of course, was beautiful. The cinematography was great. Of course, but with all the technology, it was such a sterile world. Yes, it really was. Yeah. Now, altered carbon didn't have that. No. I, well, altered carbon goes for a actually Blade Runner goes for a noir feeling too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, all that carbon, it had a lot going on. If it mixed a lot of analog stuff into, it yeah. was, that made it interesting. The sort of cyberpunk angle, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been thinking about this sort of historically with the communications end of people. I was watching this show, and I mentioned this before, the, the, on the Smithsonian Channel, the seven or eight days that changed Rome or whatever. Right. And how when, when Londinium was founded, there's now evidence that it became very quickly a cosmopolitan, like a lot of Roman cities, a cosmopolitan yeah. city. Um, <clears throat> and when the king, who's Baudica's father, was Baudica's father Cogadubnus? Maybe. Maybe. Um, anyway, when he dies, yeah. he leaves a will. Which the Romans, like yeah. he learns that from the Romans, written yeah. in Latin. Right. Um, and when, I forget the guy who's the head uh, sort of tax assessor for all of Britannia, like he gets information from Rome and he right. gets it very quickly. Right. For oh, the day, yeah. right? He, yeah. he gets stuff in like in a week. Yeah. And that's just somebody, that that's messengers riding horses and yeah. handing Post, off to the next yeah. messenger. Post horses and, and messengers. Yeah, full speed, right? Yeah. So like, you know, I ride for 24 hours and I hand, I hand this one off over to Caecilius and he, yeah, and he, he goes off. and gives it to Grumio and they yeah. keep going. Yeah. Those are references very few of you are getting, by the way, Grumio and Caecilius. But uh, <laughs> Ken got them though. And, uh, you know, he's getting stuff in like a week, 10 days from Rome yeah. to Londinium. And that's groundbreaking. Uh, you think of transatlantic cables, yeah, right? Well, I think of even the impact of the spread of television, well, television to remote places, right? Yeah. Oh, sure, right? But now, but that, while well, you could broadcast, I mean, you need a device on the other end, but you could get broadcast yes. television over the airwaves. It could be hit or miss if you were in a really remote spot. That's right. But really having that kind of network of satellites. Yeah really makes it like there's so many places that 
maybe technology is impacted less, mm -hmm. that all could be equally impacted, and that's good and bad. Yeah, it well, it, it just it just is. Like it'll be just yeah. like I mean, we have that level of access basically now. Yeah, but a lot of other places don't. So yeah. there's gonna be there'll be ramifications no one anticipates. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. there's gonna be people watching. Well, there's going to be people carrying cell phones where nobody can carry cell phones anymore. No. And that's good because it's empowering, but it's also... Yeah. When people haven't gone through the various stages of having... It's bad enough with us, and we've had these things for 10 years, the, yeah. the smartphone. But when you've gone from nothing to everything in your hands... Yeah. Um, it's almost like the Star Trek Prime Directive, right? Like, yeah. And I, I don't want to be this paternalistic asshole and say... Well, we can't let the Inuit in the far north have that yet. First, they get flip phones. I mean, that's, yeah, that's not what I, I don't want to be that guy. No one should have to do the flip phone. No. Um, my colleague, our colleague, Brandon Champ, carries a flip phone. Uh, he showed me the other day. He said, this is my phone. I said, are you from the past? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, just, it's got one number in it. Yeah. He calls in case of Because he said, I don't carry a smartphone. I just carry, I have this in case uh, there's an emergency. And, I said, and he took it out. And we all looked at him like, what year is that? Does that even work? Is there a cable it attaches to? <laughs> yeah, that's right. How do you power this? Yeah, thing? you got to plug that in, right? Into a, into a phone jack to make it work. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he's quite the you know he's all Mister uh, Yeah Mister Luddite. Well, not a Luddite, but he's he's vegetarian. Yeah, drives a Prius. Mm -hmm. He's vegetarian-ish. He had a he had fish the other day at dinner though. Mm -hmm. Just saying, whenever for dinner he had fish. So he's not. You've just doubted him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think. <laughs> Yeah, you know, well, that's too bad. The whole internet knows, it. and now people in remote places who didn't See? Have will know this. And it all comes. It's the name all Brandon Shamp yeah, will travel the world. It's full circle, really. It is. Yeah. But yeah, I, I uh, you know, it's it's going to be a huge shock. Then again, you know, I, I saw when Anthony Bourdain had Parts Unknown, and he was in um, sort of southeastern Africa. Mm -hmm. With the Maasai, mm -hmm. and those Maasai guys, like they they live pretty traditional lives, yeah. and they have iPhones. So Indeed. the, the yeah. kids go off to school because yeah. they, they they value education, and yeah. then they come home and live a traditional life of yeah, being with their with their cattle and you know all yeah. that stuff and doing what they traditionally doing do. what they do, but it's not like they suddenly just stop. Yeah, yeah. so like <laughs> so it isn't always no. So these these guys are like they have their sort of um, robe type affairs they yeah. wear. And somehow in there, like, one guy pulled out a phone, and he's like, oh, I'm just checking Twitter. <laughs> it's like, you know, of course he is, because that's what people do. Yeah. So I think people will adapt quickly. Yeah. But I still wonder um, yeah. if, you know, there will be consequences. Yeah. And with sort of targeted bots and how cheap it is to rent a botnet now. Yeah. You know, let's say you want to win a local council election in some tiny hamlet somewhere that didn't used to have all this so now you have to deal with interference from freaking botnets yeah you know russian interference and uh oh yeah you could have you could have individuals screwing around i mean we yeah. get that now right that just sort of spreads that now everyone will have to sort of deal with the, the the noise and the nonsense yeah but you know on the other hand too having access to all that information having yeah better communication uh you know, in different situations, yes. it can be quite beneficial. And it's so hard. Like, yeah. I think of how, like, my dad worked for Bell, mm -hmm. and they always get these requests from remote places, or not even that remote, like, just deeper in the Muskokas, you know, cottage country in Ontario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, it's all lakes and rock. Yeah. So to drag equipment out and put in, like, a phone system... Hard. 
it, 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 it like, you know, they'd be like, oh, there's no financial sense in this. No. We will never, as a company, yeah. get our money back, even if the government says we have to do this. Like, it doesn't make any sense other, other than to let people communicate. Right. But, like, it's just ridiculous because the landscape we have to deal with mm -hmm. is just so ridiculously rugged and the wear and tear from the change in the seasons and the winters and everything else. Mm -hmm. But if it's up in space yeah, and it's upgrading itself every five years. Yeah. And like, then becoming sentient and killing us all. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is that. There is the Skynet yeah. option. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm, it was neat to see. Cause if you yes. see the video, that's and right. Dave can probably link this one. I will. But the first group of them that went up, they went up in like a chain, one yeah. following the other. Yeah. So across people in the Netherlands were seeing like, like, you know, 20 objects, one after the other, going through the sky like Santa and his reindeer. Yeah. So some people were like, oh, you know, is Russia attacking the U.S.? Are there UFOs? Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And as it turns out, a multi-billionaire is launching satellites into space. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right, we should probably wrap that up. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good place to uh, do that. But thank you for, if you were listening on the live stream, both... Yeah. Um, thanks for that, and let us know how that sounded. I'm yeah, just curious. like I don't know, are we as good live as we are recorded? Or? Yeah, yeah, indeed. Uh, you can find me at Deep Broadback on Twitter, and you're at Ken Herndon. Yep. And I will see many of you, some of you listeners, at MNPR, the Marshall Bloom Podcast, around tables, July fifth to seventh, twenty nineteen, in Hamilton. Goodbye.